0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Uh, I'm happy to have you with me tonight. I have to start with a little story from friends of mine in France. Because I have some some French friends who listen to the show, and they love the way uh, some of you, when you call me, say, ooh-la-la. So uh, it's an interesting thing because my French friends listen to you when we talk about the oulala you know and you know what that means and they think it's very charming the way american people say ooh-la-la as the french say oulala get the difference you say oulala while we say the oulala anyway so i thought that was funny they really think uh, as i do that you have a very charming accent in english speaking french especially about that magic word le oulala Anyway, back to your new calls, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alisa.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Alisa, what's going on? How can I help you tonight?
2: Right, so this is about a lost love, my question. Um, so the background is that he and I, you know, we met in college. He was my, uh, my friend's roommate. And he was in a relationship at the time, a long distance one, but, you know, Mm -hmm. things happen and we ended up being romantic. He was actually my first. Very kind. You know, the next day he even made blueberry pancakes. Um, Mm. And, uh, you know, we lost touch like you do sometimes. And about a uh, a week ago, he left a message on my voicemail about wanting to reconnect. Um, You know, he said that he's single. I happen to be single but Simon, I've always felt a little bit of guilt because the last time we were romantic, he was in a relationship, so I'm not sure if i'm if I should let him back into my life. What do you think
1: interesting, so let's do it in two parts. Give me first the reason why maybe you should give him another chance. Is there any good reason
2: Oh absolutely I mean uh as I said, he was very kind to me um, yeah. the way we were in public he just he was very happy to be there um you know you had some amazing adventures being out and about in the town and uh i just i enjoyed being with him
1: okay but you not seem to be you know in everything you described you describe your best friend not your boyfriend right <laughs> where is the romance or the uh, something missing
2: well i, I don't know if it, if it would be missing some time has passed so it's tough to say i think um it was incredibly romantic but also i was i was younger um mm-hmm. and uh so I'm, I'm uncertain there too, you know. I'm not okay. sure what would happen if we okay. opened the door again.
1: Yeah. What do you have to lose to open the door? What is the biggest risk for you to take a, a, a dare?
2: Well, sort of like uh, that it may not be a match, not good chemistry. Um, you know, last time he, he said he was in a relationship and he said he's not now, but maybe he still is or I, I just maybe it's a little bit of a trust thing too. Hmm.
1: Okay. Women have a tool that is a a truth teller, a a compass of truth. So your intuition is that tool. In your intuition as a woman, should you give him a second chance or not?
2: Uh, I'm leaning towards not, but that's why I'm asking the expert.
1: (laughs) Well, the expert never goes against your intuition, so I say no. Because I've learned one thing in life. Women, you are always right on. This intuition of yours, we don't have the same. I found guys compass to be off but women they know that gut feeling that intuition and i'm not going to go against it so if your intuition says no i say no just keep it as a friend okay all right thank you so much for calling alisa and best of luck to you
2: thank you simon have a good night
1: coming up i'm going to go answer alison's facebook message because she found something about her husband uh, that um, made a feel that would say well we'll take a listen then i'll explain next so I got this very interesting Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show from Alison who goes, Simon, I found messages between my husband and his ex-girlfriend from high school. They talked about ooh and he even asked her for those ulala pictures, and she did. She sent it to him. The text went out for two weeks. I found them. He said he'd actually go through his cheating, but talking about it was enough for me, and I don't play the cheating game, so I moved out. Was I wrong for walking away? Good question, Alison. If you found out your husband or your wife or your partner were texting back and forth ooh pictures and ooh text together, is that a good reason to move away from the house or not? I'll tell you what I think coming up next. So this is a very important question for Alison because it's about her husband. And um, actually, so she found messages between her husband and his ex-girlfriend from high school and I'm talking about ooh la text, uh, ooh-la-la pictures. Now, he said, her husband, that he never actually cheated on her with her, but she had enough and she left him because she doesn't play any cheating game, moved out, asking me, was I wrong to walk away? I don't think you're so wrong to move away. I think the real question is what you're going to do next. Moving out, you can always move back. So the three questions I have for you before you decide to move back or not is, A, how did all that made you feel? So you're going to put words into it. B, why would you go back? Any good reasons? And finally, what do you think is your interest? Staying away from this toxic situation or giving a chance to detox and repair your marriage? And that's my answer to those three questions. Once you have the answers, you'll do what's best for you. Uh, You call the next. Bonjour, Serafina.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: (laughs) Bonjour, Serafina. What's going on? How can I help you tonight?
3: Well, um, I got ghosted from a long-term six-year relationship right around COVID, and he, the guy still refuses to communicate with me. So my, my question for you is, how does a person gain closure when the other person is unwilling to communicate at all?
1: Okay, so but you have the answers you know, in one way, which is, mm-hmm. why would you want a man who doesn't want to be with you anymore? When, when there is no answer to you know, an actual conversation, you ask yourself, okay, the, the dude doesn't want to answer me and tell me why. Truth is, whether it's this or this reason, he just doesn't want to be with me anymore. That's why he's not with me anymore. And once you realize this, that it's not so much about the reasons, because any breakup at the end, the piece comes from you know, cleaning the past, writing on a notebook how you feel. It's a lot of detoxing. And detoxing doesn't go through a conversation with your ex-boyfriend about what happened. Detoxing right. is asking you everything that you think worked and didn't work and then mm-hmm. reinvesting the future. Because if you don't detox, and I mean by writing in a notebook everything you felt okay. uh, during the relationship, and then why would you want to go back? Once you've done those two points in details, you'll feel better.
3: Mm-hmm. And I would. how do I get the, the, what I did wrong? Um, so I can change, but, I can help myself just take personal inventory and just kind of try.
1: Well, like, it. but when you say you did wrong, what did you do wrong?
3: I have no idea. I, right. I really, so you I have not done anything. wrong. Yeah. I no, no. What's going on, Uh But he's with another woman now, so that might have been what it was. So I don't know. <laughs> but you it, see, let, here I am again, speculating.
1: Yes. I mean, Serafina, you would know if you've done wrong. You haven't cheated on him, right?
3: No. No,
1: no. Right. You have never slapped him.
3: No, 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 not at all. I mean, we, we were very off and on, you know, so I just kept expecting him to call me. <laughs> I was just giving him some space, you know. But this time, never called again.
1: The French people say c'est la vie when that happens, right? C'est la right. vie.
3: c'est la vie. Mm-hmm. C'est la
1: vie. So my advice to you is to, like I said, detox with a little bit of writing, how you feel. Because mm-hmm. the more you express how you feel, the better you feel. we got to express ourselves. That's super important. And that's my advice to you. So detox with a good writing a, okay. a notebook to yourself about what happened. And then bury the past to kiss the future.
3: Oh, my goodness. This is fantastic. This is way better advice than I've been giving myself. Thank you so much, Simon. And...
1: You're, you're most welcome. Merci beaucoup à toi. Thank you so much for calling and have a good Aww. night.
3: Thank you, Simon.
1: Bonsoir. Bonsoir. You know, I want to add a few things to that conversation about how do you heal from a bad breakup? Let's talk about that next. When was the last time somebody broke your heart so bad you almost wanted to uh, cry yourself to death? You know, like just that level of desperation. That feeling of despair, of abandonment. You felt that in your life? I have. You know that that you don't want to eat anymore? Don't want to work? You can't focus? You can't even play games? You can't watch TV? Everything you, your mind is doing is obsessing about Why has this person dumped me? What have I done wrong? Have you ever felt like that? It's awful. It's it's, one of the worst, I think, emotions to have, this abandonment after, you know, years of being together. So now, what can you do to heal that? What are the steps that you can do to bring back your heart to itself and not being shattered? I'll tell you what I know about this next. So, If, like me, in your life, you've had your heart broken in a thousand pieces and didn't know what to do to survive the next day, the next week, um, this is what I've learned from my experience and also uh, with my therapist, is you need to talk about it a lot. But wait a minute, not to your friends, to somebody who doesn't know you like a shrink or somebody like me on the radio, somebody neutral. Somebody who will not, you know, remind you said this or that. And if you have nobody to talk to, please just use a notebook and detox. Tell yourself the whole story. It might take days. You feel bad, always express how you're feeling. It's the only way out of a bad breakup. We have to say how we feel. How am I feeling today? Like you're talking to yourself. And then you do this. And lesson number two, never reach back to the person who dumped you ever, no matter what. Okay? Keep those two rules. You'll get better soon. You call the next. If you want to share a romantic story with me, call my show now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Violette.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Violette. So you have a romantic story to share with us tonight. I'm all ears.
0: I do. It's beautiful. See, I'm going to set the scene. I live on a 40-acre farm. There's lots of woods, lots of places to hide here. Well, apparently my fiance has been sneaking off during his farm chores and i didn't know it until valentine's day he had me hop on the tractor i was thinking i was going to do some manual labor on valentine's day you know farm life and we ended up he brought me in the woods he built a mini house it's a it's a cabin it's a cabin in the woods but not like the horse story hopefully (laughs) and i got there and he had it lit up and I'm thinking, how did he do this? There's no electricity. He had a little quiet generator behind the building. So the whole house was lit up and he had flowers, he had my favorite drink, he had my favorite food, and he had a barbecue grill down there so we could, you know, grill up some steaks. And it was just we sat and watched the stars. For hours with zero light pollution, and it was the most romantic thing that has ever happened to me in my life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and h- how did that make you feel?
0: I literally felt like the most important woman in the world for that one very moment, because my man cared so much about me that he was sneaking around, and I didn't even know it, but he was sneaking around to build something so wonderful that that if we have kids, our kids can enjoy. It'll, it'll be there yeah. forever, and it's just... I felt like number one for a day, and it really
1: was nice. I love it. Listen, Juliette, thank you so much for sharing that beautiful story. I've got to give credit to that guy. I mean, that, that's a romantic man, a caring man. So
0: he he's the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Thank you so much, Juliette, and have a good night. Bonsoir, Simon. Bonsoir, Violette All right, coming up, I'm going to go listen to Alicia's voicemail because she has a question about what to say or not to say during a date. So let me address that voicemail next. So please remember that you are never alone with a relationship question or problem. All you got to do is 24-7 leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll answer on air. Just like for Alicia's. Take a listen.
0: sure, Simon. My name is Alicia and I'm hoping to get some advice from you. I'm going on a first date this weekend and it's someone I met online. And I'm actually bisexual and I'm not sure if it's something that I should... Tell him on our date if it's something that, you know, he needs to know at this point in our relationship, which is just the first time we're meeting in person. And I want to know if it's something that you would want to know if you were going on a first date with a woman. Uh, I'm nervous and not sure kind of whether or not I should bring it up. So I will be listening for your feedback. I'm really curious to hear what you have to say and hoping you can help me out. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Alicia, for the voicemail. Yes, good question. If you go on a first date with somebody and you're bisexual, should you tell them or not on the first date? I'll tell you what I think next. Simple question for you. Say you go on a first date, and uh, in the case of Alicia, she's going out with a guy, and she's asking me, on that first date, should she tell her date that she's bisexual or not? Is that too soon? Uh, that is the question. My advice to you, Alicia, is this. Let's get to know each other first. Let's flirt. Let's have fun. Let's talk about simple things. Um, it's not nothing to hide either. It's just that I, on a first day, don't expect anybody to tell me that kind of information. And uh, if later on you would tell me that, it wouldn't bother me a bit. So that's personally you know, me. But I don't think the first date should be like a tell-all meeting. It's like you don't address from zero to ten, or ten to zero, you know, it's, it's exciting, slowly but surely, same thing with dating, slowly but surely, and then it's a big fire, and everything else, okay? So Alicia, the right timing to say you are be if you feel like it, do it, otherwise, I would say, none of his business. All right, that's my answer, you go the next. Bonjour, Erika.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, what's going on tonight?
4: I have been seeing this guy, we've gone on a couple of dates now, and most recently, he started sharing all of these stories, bad stories, about previous dates with other women with me, and that seems to be most of our conversation now, and they never end up being good stories about women, and it seems odd that he feels the need to share past women in relationships with me now. Should I take this as a bad sign?
1: So... Be more specific, like, what exactly is he saying?
4: So, we went to the park last week, and he felt the need to say he took a girl to the park, the same park, in the same place, almost the same date, but she was so boring to talk to, and she wasn't at all what he expected, and I was like, oh, okay, that's great. What do you What do you think about me? Um, or, like, for instance, he had shared, he's like, I just bought this chair online, and the girl that I bought it from asked me out, so I went out with her, and she all she talked about was selling things, and it was just odd. It's just always sharing about how he's dating all these women.
1: It is odd. How does that make you feel?
4: It made me feel like, oh no, what's he? What could he possibly be saying about me if if he's saying all this other stuff? And does he even really like me if he's so open to sharing past women? You know, it kind of you know, makes me mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. interested in him. Sounds mm-hmm. like a player.
1: Well, yeah, most importantly, this man, I don't think, likes women in general. Right? I, mm. I think this man doesn't like women, doesn't appreciate women. I think, and and your intuition got it right on. It's it kind of a player, but also somebody who doesn't appreciate women. It doesn't. Yeah. So then the question mm. for you is, Erika, why would you want to continue seeing a guy who doesn't really like women?
4: I definitely do not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So, my advice yeah. is to say bye bye. Hasta la vista. Okay. Hasta la okay. vista, baby, from the movie. Yeah.
4: Next
1: <laughs> Anytime. Thank you, Erika. Good luck to you and have a good night.
4: Thank you.
1: I got a question for you. If your partner was struggling with insecurity and asked you to put a GPS tracker on your phone, would you be okay with that? Let's talk about that next. If your partner was struggling with insecurity and asked you, to put a GPS tracker on your phone. Would you be okay with it? I wanted to know what you thought. True, because we talked about it, I think, in one of my uh, uh, shows where somebody asked me that. So I wanted to know what you thought. Put it on my social media, at one radio. 42% of you voted yes, I would be okay with that. 58% of you voted no, I would not let my insecure partner install a GPS tracker on my cell phone. Neither would I, because I repeat... If you don't trust each other, don't be together. Plain and simple. Uh, Thank you so much for spending this late night with me. Merci beaucoup. Merci et bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.